Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. Happy Halloween! Although this episode is a little bit delayed, I still hope to greet you Happy Halloween and wish you all had a great time trick or treating. In today's episode, in the newly released section, we're going to talk about two Japanese animation, and at the Top Double O Seven session, it's going to be a Halloween special. Hope you will like the show. Let's listen to the introduction of the first Japanese newly released animation, My Game. This award-winning film is a journey of self-discovery based on Japan's cold underground comic My Game by Robin Nishi. The story follows Nishi himself through the life experiences that directly inspired the semi-autobiographical My Game comic. As a college-age loser addicted to porn and aspiring to write seedy adult comics, Nishi aspires to overcome his addiction to perversion in a tale that is light-hearted yet painful and touching. What starts off as an innocent meeting between old friends quickly turns into a psychedelic extravaganza filled with violence, sex, love, redemption, and the infinite possibilities of the human mind. Director Masaaki Yuasa rejoices in experimental animation techniques, filling the screen with virtuoso wackiness, mixing in rough lines and storyboards, then inserting photographic touches. Wow, I think the English introduction sounds much more interesting than the Mandarin one. The first newly released Japanese animation we're going to talk about today is actually not a new movie, but a classic re-release from 2004. Just like the introduction said, this is an award-winning film. It won awards at the 2004 Tokyo Film Festival and won the Grand Prize at the 2004 Japan Media Arts Festival in animation category. We heard in the introduction that the protagonist Nishi meets his old friend, and actually, it's the person he dreamed as his girlfriend before. When they meet, Nishi knows that Mion is going to get married, and you know shit happens. So when Nishi is upset, there are some gangsters who have issues with Mion come to the place. Not only beat Miao's fiance, but also give Nishi a shot and kill him. The funny thing is that when Nishi goes to the heaven, he meets a lot of weird gods, and they tell Nishi that if he can pass obstacles, he's able to go back to the human world. In Nishi's mind, he thinks this is the second chance to pursue Miao. And he's able to save Miao from the gangsters, so he decides to give it a try and starts this amazing journey. Oh, I forgot to say something. The best part of Mind Game winning a lot of awards is that it beats Hole's Moving Castle that year, so it's really something. And Mind Game was directed by the director of Crayon Shinjiang. I personally don't watch that animation. I don't like it because of the content. But the director is really amazing, and Mind Game was his very first feature animation. 
Just like mentioned in the introduction, he used a lot of experimental technique in animation. So no matter you want to watch the filming style or the funny creativity in the film, you will be satisfied. And the second Japanese animation we're going to talk about today is really a new movie. Let's listen to the introduction. My Hero Academia, World Heroes Mission. When a cult of terrorists ruins a city by releasing a toxin that causes people's abilities to spiral out of control, Japan's greatest heroes spread around the world in an attempt to track down the mastermind and put him to justice. When I heard the introduction, it reminded me of an animation version of Japanese Avengers. You know, Avengers do have an Avengers Academy after all. As we heard in the introduction, there is a toxin released by an organization to destroy the world. And this organization is called Human Rise, which means human rise. Very straightforward. This toxin is kind of a characteristic bomb because once exploded, exploded, it can trigger our characteristic factor in our body and people will go crazy and become out of control. It's very destructive and it's very difficult to estimate the casualty. Therefore, in order to stop this disaster from happening, all these heroes from the academia are going to leave Japan to go to the far, far away, not kingdom, but a place to catch the head of the organization. During the process of saving the world, protagonists and some new friends they just met will also be involved in a homicide incident. So they're heroes, but at the same time, they are wanted. That would be the climax and the conflict in this episode. So the main theme of this episode is to see whether all the heroes can stop this um, world-class disaster from happening in time. I personally don't watch this animation, but I still remember the last two times when I talk about this series on screen screen and I totally found the story interesting. I just didn't want to start watching the animation because there are too many episodes. But since it's a very popular one, it's probably very good to watch. And I know people who care about animation want to know who the voiceover is. Aside from those voiceovers from previous episodes, there's a new one joining this team. That is Yoshizawa Liu. He's famous for acting in Kamen Rider. So if you are a fan of Kamen Rider or Liu, just go watch this episode because he's the new character in it. Now before we move on to Top 007, let's review what we had from last week. Top 3, Dune and the Addams Family 2. We had Shang-Chi and The Legend of Ten Rings as top two. And top one, No Time to Die and Venom, Let There Be Carnage. 
Remember, I said that today's Halloween special. So guess what we're going to talk about today? Top four. The Adams Family Tree. Why does nobody come in through the front door? Dearest mother and father, we will not be attending this evening's ritual mastication. What? The last door. Chocolate entered our home. He attacked me. The accusation is false. Wow! So there are three movies that are top four this week. Very competitive, and these are old faces. And I've talked about the last duel for the last two weeks. So today, since it's Halloween, I want to talk about the Adams Family too. If you are the same generation as me, you probably will be familiar with this cartoon because it was shown on. I'm not sure. Was it Cartoon Network? Like. I'm a person who's super timid. I don't dare to watch horror movies. But as for animation, I love the Adams Family and Courage the Cowardly Dog. So it's weird, I know, but I really love these two shows. And as for the Adams Family, I really love Thing. I know it sounds creepy that I love a hand that can walk and things on its own. But I think Thing is very cute, and it gets hurt a lot because of the family members' negligence. It's so funny. I guess probably it's because the Adams family is comedy that I'm not afraid anymore. And when I looked at the trailer for the Adams family too, my favorite part is when Uncle Faster came into the house from the window, and Mr. Adams said. How come nobody comes in from the front door? I like it so much because you know the Adams family—they are ghosts, they are creepy, they are scary, but still they are worried about minor things like we do. That's what I find very interesting about the Adams family too. If you agree or you have other opinions, please feel free to share with me. Now is our time to move on to the second section and get to know what top three to top one movies are. Top three, Dune. Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always. You know that. Have it, have it. Top two, Halloween Kills. Michael Myers is alive. <laughs> top one, No Time to Die. Where's 007? I need a favor, brother. Venom. Let there be carnage. Good evening, Eddie. Hey, Mrs. Chen. Good evening, Venom. Bunsen Hall, Mrs. Chen. Since I mentioned today's Halloween special, I guess you all know which movie I'm going to talk about. Yes, it is Halloween Kills. Once again, it's a movie that I don't, uh, I do dare to watch this one, but I don't like it. I don't like movies about serial killers. But I dare to watch it because it's just bloody. There won't be anything haunting you in your dreams. Well, maybe yes. But if there's a serial killer in your dream, you just run. But if there's a ghost, I don't know what you can do. But anyway, Halloween Kills is the latest feature film of the Halloween franchise, 
and the last episode was released in 2018. And even when 2018 version was released, it caused a sensation because no other series before the 2018 Halloween that actually followed the original story. In 2018, Blumhouse Productions just decided to bring back the most notorious serial killer in the history, and they even got director John Carpenter from 1978 to be the producer and creative consultant. If you are familiar with the original episode or the 2018 Halloween. You will know that there's a woman called Laurie who actually escaped from Michael Myers, and in the end of the 2018 Halloween, we saw that Laurie trapped Michael Myers in the basement and set the house on fire. So at the time, Laurie actually thought she finally killed the devil that tortured her for her lifetime, but what she didn't know was that. Actually, Michael Myers ran out, and that's what we saw in the trailer of this year's episode. So we now understand that. Oh, okay. So this episode is the time for Laurie to actually kill the serial killer, or not? That's something we need to find out at the theater. For franchise aficionados, I think they are probably. Excited to see Michael Myers come back, but we're all glad that there's no such person, or maybe actually there is. Hope not. In the real world, and you know, at the end of this kind of movie, they usually set a cliffhanger and tell you that okay, there's more. There's next episode. Michael Myers will come back. Things like that. So fans wouldn't be dissatisfied with not being able to see the franchise again, and that's all the time we have for today. Hope you enjoy the Japanese animation we talked about and the Halloween special. Remember to tune in same time next week here at Screen Scream. I'm Viola. See you next week.